1: Welcome to the Love Seats Comedy Podcast. I am your host, Darcy Silver, and this podcast, we're going to make me funny. That's right. We're going to explore the world of comedy in an attempt for me to get on stage to perform my first stand-up comedy set. UNLV and the Board of Regents are not associated with this podcast in any way, and the material may not be appropriate for all audiences. Listen at your own discretion and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hello!
2: Is that your uh, your radio voice?
1: Yes, it is. Welcome. You are tuned in to the last greatest comedy podcast. Or maybe the first. Joining us this episode is my favorite actor, business partner, and friend. He's got a voice for radio and a physique so big that he needs to be animated to fit the big screen. A name everyone needs to Google, ladies and gentlemen. They's, thighs them's. We're all inclusive here. Please join me in welcoming Mr. Patrick Warburton.
2: Woo! (laughs) I appreciate that Uh, you're not going to quit your day job. I just want to make sure Um, (laughs) you have a beautiful family, and I just want them to be taken care of. Thank you so much. Uh, No, just a little gentle ribbing, and then who knows? Maybe six months from now, you're going to be like the new Tom Segura and have Netflix specials, and I'll be eating my words. Uh, I think we can uh, we can help you. We can probably help you. Yeah, sure. why Excellent. not? Excellent.
1: And you've had some recent experience doing stand up. Now, uh, let's just be clear up front here: you, you normally don't that's do podcasts.
2: This is I don't do podcasts, but th- you're my friend, and we're business partners. And we're doing this, and that's why we're. Of course, we're doing this today. Also, uh, I'm not. Um, I mean, I, I, yes, I am doing a little bit of stand up in the seats, but that's not my my uh, regular gig obviously I won't, I won't be quitting my day job either
1: <laughs> now in your experience doing stand-up you know walk us through how your journey has been so far
0: well you know i've done a lot of stuff uh just you know on television and things like that but nothing like real stand-up really except for the thing we did in uh
1: las vegas yep exactly so you developed a set you performed it over and over again, so you know it had the ability to have some improvisation to you know continuously be able to work on that material. What I'm trying yeah, I'm to embark no, on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have no, rub, but I give it a shot. <laughs> and so Maybe you'll get the, you'll be Robin waves before I will. That's <laughs> for sure. But mine more, mine's more anecdote, anecdotal comedy. That's what it is. It's kind of stories about my family. And you know,
2: you're a family guy, you know what that's like.
1: Yeah. I, I have, I have a, a, a book in front of me here called the little blue truck. And when, <laughs> when I have to read this to my children to put them to bed, I, I often try to ad lib and see if they're paying attention. Cause they've heard it so many times. This is something that you're, you're going to have to uh, do yourself. Right. And trying to turn these books into being m- more humorous, you know, is is part of what I'm trying to accomplish, uh, but it is well, difficult to
2: try to keep it. G- yeah, yeah that's, I I
1: that's the problem, right? Is is keeping it, uh, you know, appropriate? You know, but that generation is picking up things so much faster, right?
2: They are. I want to do. I want to. I, I need to do a children's book, though. So I'm going to make it, a, but I'll probably make it a little bit racy.
1: Yeah. So you know, if we were to to.
2: Perfect. And do it in a character voice like this that sounds
0: over the top and doesn't really sound like me, you know, like this.
2: So, Darcy, Darcy
1: is that Pat? Is that Patrick? Tell, uh, it sounded like someone completely else.
2: Have you been able to tell who's me and who's Mike Wilson? Because we have Mike Wilson here, too. No way, yeah, yes.
0: Actually, you've got Donald Trump, and let me tell you, this is the best podcast I've ever heard, because if anybody knows about being funny, I'll tell you who doesn't know, Joe Biden, not funny at all. He's ridiculous, but I'm very funny, I'm very
2: funny.
1: No no sense of humor. We're we're (laughs) going to vote for you again, (laughs) and again.
2: So, so Darcy, half the time it was me, and half the time it was Mike, but... um... No way. uh, (laughs) I I couldn't tell.
1: Did the audience, can you guys tell? Let us know. You know, so the the idea of being able to replicate someone's voice and to be able to take the voice that you have and to have so many different nuances, you know, how how do you develop a character? So as we're building this stand-up set, I'm going to be performing in front of my first live audience, and it's all about me. So I'm going to be putting myself on the line Talking about everything that you don't want to hear about and trying to do it in a appropriate way, but you know it, it is for an adult audience, so it will be inappropriate, I'm sure uh that's just how my sense of humor is wired unfortunately uh, And
2: right, so, so Darcy, so we're going to let Mike take this one because he's an expert he's been doing this for what uh fifty sixty years now
0: seven right at forty,
2: okay, he's right at forty. Uh, and uh, he's the best of the best, so let's let Mike take this one. Um,
0: so, what you want to do is you want to find something that's truly original, you know, and that's the hardest thing to do because everything under the sun's been invented, you know what I mean? And it, I, I chose to do voice impersonations, and some people would say, well, that's not being yourself, that's being somebody else. Well, the way that you implement the voices into a story or into. Uh, like putting it into a movie or whatnot, that's, that's coming up with your own way to go. But if you're doing like anecdotes and things about your family and different things, what you want to do is find common ground that everybody can relate to. Everybody's gone on an airplane. So that's why airplane humor works. Most everybody's gone on an airplane. So when you're on the airplane and things are happening to you, it's probably happened to somebody else before. So if you take a unique look at it, it's going to be funny. And and if the more unique you are the better yeah and,
2: and if i can interject for a second and y- yes but so much airplane humor has been played right. and and it just it becomes a snoozer it's like oh we got to right. hear this bit again you know that bit's been done a million times yeah. and sometimes people think they're they're putting an original spin on something and they're not so it's um it, it is tricky because you got to take relatable things right you gotta take re- relatable things right mike and then you yeah. got to um you have to somehow give an original take. On it, and that's where it gets, you know, uh, tricky at times. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: and and finding, yeah, and finding your own voice, and finding your own way of presenting things. Um, sometimes that's done with a- affectation of your voice. You know, it's like I find sometimes I'll talk in a little different kind of voice. Now, you know, it's just. Uh, I, I'll do sometimes I'll just do characters and but the thing is I'll play that character the entire time I'm on stage, and then the next time I do stand up, I will do it in a different completely different character. but I got to stay in that character the whole time and for some reason, I'm good at staying in that character. I can just I can do a real southern drawl where I'm sitting here talking like this, man, I think Star Wars should be more southern man. We need Darth Vader if he was coming from Arkansas or West Virginia. I think that'd be fun, you know th- things like that. So, but if I'm going to stay in that character, i got to stay in it, and that's the thing, depending on where you want to go. But a lot of times the it, you're saying things funny, not just saying funny things. you got to say
2: things funny, and that really helps. Say it funny. You see know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, hey, um, and so just a, a little bit of change of pace here, Um, uh, I have to introduce you to somebody else we have on the podcast here today, uh, not a stand-up comic, but an, an amazing actor who I've known for decades. I've known him. And, and back in the early days, he worked with everybody from Stallone and Schwarzenegger in the Terminator movie, did Cobra Stallone, played the villain. He did Three Amigos, one of my favorite comedies of all time. And most recently, he did fellow with Denzel Washington. He's an amazing actor. And I, I can't done, go down his uh, IMDb because he's got about 250 credits. I don't know.
3: But it's Brian Thompson. So Brian Thompson, say Hi. Hey, Darcy. did uh, I, I didn't hear the first part of this podcast. Did, did Patrick tell you how important this podcast is, that he and Mike interrupted a round of golf to uh, make sure that his commitment to this podcast remained secure?
1: That, that's amazing. We, we love to hear that. And welcome to the podcast. And just to, <laughs> just to put a, a frame here, I, I'm not funny. And if I surround myself with enough funny people, maybe it rubs off. And uh, I would love to hear your take of taking comedy to the next level and being original. How do we do it, especially well, when there's these huge people in the room
3: comedy to the next level and being original
1: It's an oxymoron I know, <laughs> and I'm a living oxymoron well, right
3: you know, one of the, this I'm kind of going to go on uh this is a this is pretty a, much a standby uh intro to comedy uh I had a comedy class, one, in college. And one of the first things they ask you to do is to write down the most embarrassing things that you've done in your life. And that is the first place that people can, who haven't mined funny before, that's one of the first places you can look. Because typically, if we were embarrassed by something, that is exactly what Mike and Patrick were talking about. That's super relatable, because it is a it, it is a, a a feeling that we all don't want and we all want to get over really quickly and that's a really quick way to make yourself endearing to an audience.
1: Yep. Excellent. Right? And so the delivery of it, right? And and the voices is is one aspect of it and then the comedy itself, right? So going through a story talking about something that happened, making it relatable, but then there needs to be that punchline still, right? you got to button it up in a way that everyone's laughing and then you can decide to pivot or continue to go further with it. Right. Where do you find well, the comedy in, in that to round it off?
0: <laughs> so, so what was the question? I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. W- when, when we're creating the, the script, right. And building that persona, having the end in mind, right. And what is the purpose of talking about this, right? How to make it funny. It's going to be spoken in a funny way as a story. You know, how do you, though, take it to the next level in terms of closing it off with the punchline as, you know, the coup de grace, you know, of what you're talking about?
0: Well, I'll I'll say nine times out of ten, me and most people who write comedy, I believe we start at the punchline and work our way backwards. Um, That's the way I would say. 90% 90% of my jokes have come because trying to twist it around and then make a punchline is so much harder. Once you get a good twist and it, you know, cause that's the thing, you're just kind of jerking the rug out from, from somebody. That's the, that's where the punchline is. You're taking them to a place they weren't expecting. And that's the, that's what makes you laugh. People don't understand it Cause they don't see it coming. So it's a lot easier to get that punchline and then work backwards and then build that joke from there. Um, see what I'm saying? Cause yeah. it's just like, I, if, if it's going to be a good, if you're going to do a turn of phrase or some kind of a, a, of a play on words kind of thing, you're going to need to, you know, you need to start with that and then work backwards. That's just, that's just the way it works.
1: And and for those you that know. don't know, what is the punchline and how do you deliver a, 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 effective punchline to then begin to then work backwards from?
0: Um, like I said, a, a punchline is a surprise. It's the, sedan, and the magic trick. You know, it's like, it's, That's the punchline. That's the it's the turnaround. It's what takes the person, surprises them and and then causes the laugh. I mean you know, and you can have you know, have taglines after the punchline. You know, the big punch is the main thing. There's little taglines after and and before. I like to have a lot of build up to the to the punchline. That way and if if somehow the punchline doesn't land, you still took them on a really funny journey to
2: that punchline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if I could interject for one minute too, a punchline should never seem like, and this is the punchline, you catch him with it and you should jump. You should be right on top with something else right after. Cause otherwise it, it, you know, it could look like you're waiting for a laugh and it doesn't come. Then it gets very uncomfortable. So you have to, it's, it's all about execution too. So, you know, you have a punchline, but it's not like you're telling your friends a joke and here's the punchline. You, you know, it's, you almost want to make it look like this is all stream of consciousness and then you catch him with a punchline, right, Mike, you Absolutely. know, and then you have something to go immediately to. So you're not left there hanging. If things don't, if things don't work, work out exactly as planned.
0: You know, and a lot of times it's, 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 it's when, when you have words that are,
2: that are, this, that are similar, like, you know, there's two use,
0: you know, there's a, like the word two has three different meanings, two, two, and two, you know, there's, there's lots of different ways you can, that you can express things that the words have different, you know, there's yeah. words that are the same word that have two different meanings. And sometimes you're playing on that meaning.
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. So, you know, the, the only difference between oral uh, and coral is the C.
3: Darcy, I have a, uh, I have a take on punchlines. Uh, a lot of times people, screw-up jokes because the punchline isn't the last word. When a punchline can be the actual last word of the gag and it can be delivered actually with a punch, oftentimes that cues an audience to laugh. Like uh, the, a a, stand, a standard joke is a skeleton walks into a bar says, give me a beer and a mop. But if you say, uh, you know, if a skeleton goes in a bar and he needs a mop when he drinks beer, there's nothing funny about that. Yeah, and so the percussive nature of a single syllable word as a as a punch ending is very effective.
2: Excellent point. First, of all, I'm going to walk into a bar. You
1: lost me right
3: there. No, I, I practice every Halloween if it's a spooky bar.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about dressing up as a rabbi and then saying, you know, I walk into a bar. You know, the they, rabbit, they didn't have any punch.
0: Why would a rabbit go to a bar? always oh, prefer carrot juice.
2: <laughs> that's why a rabbit would go to a bar. Um, That's that uh, Mike doesn't do this in his act. <laughs> Mike does do this in his act. It's
0: great. So, so
1: I, I've written some things down here and we're trying to see it. Can we massage it to be funny? Right. Is it worth working on or should we just throw it out right so the only difference between oral and coral is the c there are three different kinds of rest c rest b rest and a rest a rest is is actually the highest level of rest because it could last a a lifetime uh b rest you know if if you're a baby could last up to five years and and c rest uh you know that we we follow most nights
0: that kind of got over my head yeah (laughs) does this have anything to do with psilocybin
3: (laughs)
1: <laughs> so <in> quantum mechanics. <laughs> obviously the wh- obviously the the, the the C rest is, is crest you know for the moon that goes over yeah the B rest is the breast that the baby gets to suck on and uh, the A rest is when you go to jail yeah uh, I, I,
0: I okay. see where you're going
3: with it um, you, uh, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> All right, send the tomatoes.
0: for success.
1: Yeah, exactly right.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes like plays on words. You know, they they used to do that on. Yeah, they used to do that on. Um, that's what Carlin did. You know, why do you park in a driveway and drive in a parkway? That kind of thing. I think mean, that was Gallagher but that did that. Why do you park in a driveway? Drive in a
1: interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah, Zach exactly. Gallagher.
3: Mikey accused of being a, a dad joker.
1: You do? Yeah. What's 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 your best ba- dad. best best dad jokes? Let's hear them, guys.
3: Oh gosh! Hmm.
0: Guy walks into guy walks in on his wife and his best friend pulls out a gun and, and shoots his best friend. His wife goes, "You keep this up, you're not going to have any friends left."
2: great <laughs> here's, right here's a here's a here's a dad golf joke. Um... This woman asked her husband, she says, if I die, would you get remarried? And he says, oh, probably. And she says, would you live in our house? He says, it's a perfectly good house. We'd probably stay here. She says, would you sleep in our bed? He goes, it's a good bed. I guess we probably would. Would you let her use my golf clubs? No, she's left-handed.
3: How
0: about this one? Guy walks in in from a long day of golf and just punches his wife right in the face. And she goes, what's that all about? He goes, I'm hitting everything fat today.
3: <laughs> Ooh, mean. Ooh,
0: mean. Mean, oh,
2: mean.
1: So, so Pat, there's a, guy,
2: there's a guy. He calls 911 and he's, he's in hysterics and tears. And he goes, I just lost it. I'm so sorry. I was just, I freaked out. I lost on the golf <laughs> club. I took my nine iron and I just started hitting my wife. I just I hit her and hit her and hit her. And she says, Calm down, sir. Calm down. How many times did you hit her? And he says, I. Oh five or six put me down for a
1: four <laughs> <laughs> a perfect golf joke on the golf course <laughs> it's like, it's
0: the world mean joke <laughs> what if, what about the one where the guy goes the guy's out hunting with his buddy and he's an idiot and he and, and he goes oh my god he goes i accidentally shot my friend what do i do what do i do and they go and he goes i think he's dead and they go um, you need to. Go, I need to know whether he's dead or not. Go make sure. Go make sure he's dead. So guy here. Slam. <laughs> yep, he's dead now.
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: These are good stupid those are nice. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so there's your rack, Darcy. Just put those together. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dad jokes. Here we there come.
2: The guy goes to the doctor. The
0: doctor says, "Sir, I got bad news for you. You don't have very long to live." The guy goes, "How long do I have?" The doctor says, "10." The guy goes, "Oh my god, what, 10 years? 10 months? 10 days?" The doctor goes, ten, nine, eight, seven. 9, 8,
1: he was just getting, so walk, getting walk, his. Walk, his, his uh, go ahead. Guy
0: walks a lady walks walk into a library he said a Big Mac, large fries and a small Coke librarian said, "Ma'am, this is a library." I said, "I'm sorry."
3: Big Mac, large fries, and small Coke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is just, you know what that, that's mean. And it's not very, it's not very woke. You, you hammered women and blondes.
0: I'm not very woke. I woke up this morning. That's the only woke I've been. I'm not very woke. not woke at all. That's great Trump for you. I just got to have a little Trump in there. Little Trump. Very little.
1: So from a, a voice standpoint, right. Creating these characters, uh, yeah. What is your voice? Who who do you identify as your main persona before you go into doing impressions?
0: Uh I I'm just I'm I'm the guy that gets confused about stuff like um which is kind of it works out really nicely because I'm confused all the time anyway. So someone will say something to me, I take it in the wrong way. And I, I think I'm right. And I think I'm smart, but I'm not. And it's self-deprecating. I think self-deprecating is always a Really great way to go. Brian Regan proved that, you know, because he has the whole, I'm a moron. Because I did this because I'm a moron. That's kind of the, you know, if you're if you're self-deprecating, nobody can say, well, I don't like that guy because he's arrogant. You know, you're, <laughs> you're putting yourself down. So how are you going to get mad? You know, I'll talk about having a, you know, wearing a Fitbit, you know. And so, "Well, I got a Fitbit and I found out I'm not fit a bit. You know, there's, there's ways that you can throw punchlines in there. I go, I don't need a Fitbit, I need a fat bit, you know. Got four, I've got, I got four more donuts ahead of a dozen. I can pull that off. And the thing is, is when you're sitting there with a pot gut, you know, and people are going, oh, he's right. You know, he's got a stomach. So, you know, and you're making, and, you're, and I'm not picking on you. I'm picking on me. You know what I mean? So people, people tend to like
1: that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you got to make it relatable, right? So how, yeah. how, how?
0: Like, if you're 50
1: plus, here's a good hack. Here's a good hack.
0: Uh, wear your Fitbit to bed because you know every time you get up, you know every time you get up a hundred times, you go to the bathroom, you get all those steps counted. That's you know it's it's practical things that are funny. It's more kind of anecdotal funny, but it's funny, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Best practices for living, right? Because we're all living in a, a challenging time.
2: And you should see Mike now. He's really trimmed down, looking good.
0: Yeah, I've lost twenty seven since since I saw you in May. Oh wow.
1: You're winning. Yep. Hashtag winning. winning. Yeah. You know, I, I've I've told people that I'm a, a trisexual. So if it's sexual, you know, uh, I'll try it. Are these, are these thoughts that Jewish people have? <laughs> <laughs> we we can go one of two ways, right? It's either the Madoff way or the Weinstein way. I think, right? Those those are the the, the outliers of, of extreme people that are successful
2: about being orthodox because I just recently found out I'm 12.4% Ashkenazi. Mazel and, tov. Uh, I'm doing the best I can here, boy chick.
1: You had the bris. That takes a lot, yeah, well, but you get it back somewhere else.
2: That's something that I think Catholics and Jews do, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that little process.
1: Yeah. So... Uh, going through a couple of these different things, tra- trying to create things to be more relatable. You know, there's a lot of brands out there that people kind of recognize, right? And you know how they engage. Uh, ones that have done a good job, ones that have stepped over the line. You know, as we try to create humor for love seats and and, cr- and inject that in a way that's relatable, right? We have to see, you know, what brands are are doing it well, which ones are not. What preferences people have resonate with it, you know. Do you use Bing? Are you a binger? Use what? Bing. Obviously not. You're a Google guy.
2: Right? Right.
0: Yes.
1: I think
2: everybody's a Google.
3: Yeah.
1: Lexus or uh, BMW? (laughs) Somebody is. What what comes to your mind first? Which which one do you prefer, Lexus or BMW? Neither, neither. Cable or streaming? Well, streaming now. Kronk or Joe Swanson?
2: Oh, you gotta love them both. I like Kronk. I think I like Kronk a little bit more. Wait a wait a minute now. Wait a minute, Joe's a little bit sharper, I think, than that Kronk. Rolex or Breitling? Not a watch guy. And who needs watches? We
1: have cell phones.
2: I don't even need a watch.
1: Next. Jerry Seinfeld or Seth McFarlane?
2: I love both those men, and I'm thankful for both those men. How dare you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: and, that, be- and that's our show. We're closing everything down. <laughs> this is
2: why I don't do podcasts. I'm not saying yours is, but- all them.
0: That's, like, that's like me if I like Patrick Warburton or Andy Dick the best. I have to say I love
2: them both equally. How dare you <laughs> Hey body. Hey body, what are you doing, buddy See I do impressions. Hey body.
0: What
1: what's m- <laughs> What's more funny, me or my golf game? <laughs> well, in what way? <laughs> um I can't get the stuff. ball in the hole either way yeah <laughs> you do all right. you do all right. you got a decent swing so, so sp- speaking balls.
2: speaking of balls you, like <laughs> you, hit speak- you hit the ball like Dale fine daily <laughs> bill Bill Daly for my dream of genie
1: That's <laughs> how you fall. i need i need my i need my signature persona and voice, right so there has to be after the joke the hippity hoopah. what or something right that signature. To make something remem- uh, memorable, right? You want to take something that they'll take home if there's only one yeah. takeaway here, right? What's the message?
3: Well, uh,
0: I have a little message in my show. I mean, I, I you know, I, I talk about some things that happen in my life and uh, you leave them with something. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to do that. But uh, it's something I find works really nice. It, you know, tug on the heartstrings a little bit. But, uh, you know, uh you want them to remember the fact that you're, that you're funny and that you, you know, uh, and I, and I improv. Well, that's the thing. I talk to people and I can come up with stuff funny on the, on the, on a dime. And it's just, that's just from 40 years of doing it. You know, once you've been doing it a while, I can find the funny in just about anything. That's what you got to be able to
2: do. Yeah. And I need writers. <laughs>
1: We, we all do. I think uh, it's become very clear that we all need good writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can punch things up, I guess, a little bit, but originality hasn't been my strength yet. Uh, comedy is a huge component, you know, of the shows and uh, the tickets that we saw in love seats with sports, concerts and shows. Uh, what a better way to sell comedy tickets by having our own podcast to help uh, enjoy the process along the way. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we conclude this episode and turn me funny. So far, not going so good, but I know we're going to get there with your help.
2: Going great. Thanks, Darcy. And uh, that's right.
1: Excellent. You'll be back. All right. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Darcy. Of course. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Love Seats comedy podcast. You can follow this glorious podcast at unlv.edu forward slash K-U-N-V forward slash podcast and Love Seats on social media at Love Seats and Real Love Seats. And that's L-U-V-S-E-A-T-S, all one word. You've been a lovely audience. Until next time, share the love.